Welcome to the Outrage Science Bites podcast, a companion podcast to the Outrage Overload podcast. This is day four of the NA Pod Pomo Challenge. It's a 30 day challenge, posting one episode each day throughout the entire month of November. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the information deficit model. We'll, we'll use the abbreviation IDM. IDM is a theory of science communication that suggests that people will change their beliefs and behaviors if they are simply given more information. It is based on the assumption that people are rational and will act in their own best interest if they have all the facts. This is often used in the context of science communication, particularly public service type things like public health issues, educational campaigns about climate change, things like that. Now, what we found is that it doesn't really work that well. Now, there are many reasons why it doesn't work that well. It mostly centers around the idea that many of us are holding beliefs or many of the beliefs that we hold have an emotional or ideological attachment or association. And in that case, we become more resistant to simply more facts. And so this model starts to fall apart. It doesn't factor in those emotions and values. And particularly, it doesn't factor in the social consequences of holding on to those beliefs, which can be as big as anything else. And that's related to this idea of, of, of ideo ideology attachment, I suppose. But it can, it can go beyond that or even outside that traditional sort of ideology context. And so in those cases, this information deficit model can actually sort of backfire, right? You just shove out more information and it doesn't really help convince anybody. And in these cases, what we find is you need to build trust. And this can be a challenge in the context of public uh, service announcements and things like that, because these public officials need to build that trust and it's not necessarily their forte and it can be difficult to build that trust at scale particularly when folks are already predisposed to see some other uh, political aspect to it so th this can be a challenge but this is the model that that it, we look at now is is more of a dialogue approach right where you have to take into account the degree to which a person holds these beliefs related to their social standing in a group. Now, we won't often believe that we hold on to beliefs in that manner. We often think, well, we just have this belief, we're looking at the facts, and that's all we look at. And if you ask people, that's probably what they'd say most of the time. But the reality is, this: what we see in real life is that we are holding on to these beliefs for uh, many times these social ideological reasons, even if we don't really appreciate it. And so in that case, if you are going to say, as a public science communicator, try to commute something, communicate something like science, um, vaccines or, or climate change or other scientists, science that's important to the general public, you've got to take this more, what, what now we often hear people refer to as a dialogic approach. So in other words, creating trust and, and, and um, getting a, uh, creating a dialogue 
with your audience. Now, this applies equally well in a one-on-one setting as well. You know, you're not going to convince somebody, you know, family member or something to change their mind about a political view that they hold very strongly and has a close association with their their tribe or their in-group. Um, and, you know, more information is not really going to get you anywhere in most cases um, because that's not the way that people will they're not open to that information right so it's the same approach and we will go through this in detail in an episode this month on the outrage overload podcast in more detail talking to david mccraney about this but i wanted to just give a quick overview of this sort of false notion that if we just give people more information they will come around to your way of thinking and there's a lot more to that than what we've covered in this short short little bite. But that's what these episodes are about. It's an outrage science bite. This is day four, and there'll be another episode tomorrow. If you're interested in diving deeper on some of these topics and hearing from experts on it, listen to the Outrage Overload podcast, a which is a long-form podcast. Okay, see you tomorrow. <laughs>